Yeah, this is just like when you came to WGN. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. It's car con carne. It is Carcon Carne, the world's only food podcast recorded in a car. That car is my Mazda 3. I'm James Van Ostel, and sitting shotgun for this week's show is Tyler Wildey, owner, proprietor, man behind Epic Deli in Johnsburg, Illinois. Hello, how are you? This is one of those weird things where we have a restaurateur going to a restaurant. Yeah, absolutely. Are you judgmental when you, when you dine out? I try not to be, um, but I think that if I am, it's to myself. Like you compare yourself to what you're eating? No, no, I think I would keep it to myself. Got it. If okay. I didn't like it. So, <laughs> so right, explain Epic Deli before we talk about where we're at this week. Um, Epic Deli. I, I, is... I struggle when I try to describe <laughs> it. Um, we're a sandwich shop in um, in Illinois. We're like on the border of Wisconsin, Illinois, um, in McHenry County. We're in a little town called Johnsburg. Um, we're just trying to do very creative stuff and. Um, monstrous sandwiches, and we're just trying to basically do something unique in our town. Um, basically, in this area and in most of Chicago too. Um, it's it, for a long time, I guess, in Chicago, it was hard to find anything but like good pizza and Italian beefs and all that good stuff. But now, I mean, obviously, in Chicago, there's amazing restaurants on every corner. But we wanted to try to bring something like that to the suburbs. And especially like a tiny, tiny place like Johnsburg, where we grew up. Um, so you, we used to drive, you know, we'd drive an hour and a half to go out to Kuma's Corner or, you know, anything like that, you know, to go get good food, you know. And we just wanted to bring something more like that to the suburbs, you know. I will say Epic Deli is a great place to go. It's the beginning of 2016. If you're looking to keep to your New Year's resolutions, boy, Epic <laughs> Deli is sure the place to go for that. Absolutely. You take a sandwich, you, you add maybe five or six ingredients, and then you decide, let's add 15 more. <laughs> Why stop there? Let's right, keep going. Right. As long as it still keeps tasting good. Have we added mozzarella sticks yet? No. Let's keep going. <laughs> How about some bacon? How about some pork? Right, right. And I will say, I, I, I love and adore you uh, for so many reasons, one of which being you enabled the JVO sandwich to happen. Absolutely. My, my sandwich namesake, <laughs> me in food effigy, can be found at Epic Deli. Absolutely. Is it's it still delicious? Selling? Are people buying it? Oh, yes. For real? No, you're just saying that. No, no. We, we had to buy special forks. Um, because we usually have kind of small little forks. We don't really have much of anything you have to cut because we usually cut it. But because it's an open-faced sandwich, we had to buy these special heavy-duty plastic forks to give out with it, too. I, so. I went to Epic <laughs> maybe last month. Uh, it made it a stopover on my way to see a Milwaukee Bucks game. Oh, nice. I had the JVO. And there was a point about 75% of the way to the stadium where I thought, I may be too full to actually leave the car. Like... I don't know if I'm going to enjoy the game. Like I, I completely overindulge, and I had every intention of getting dessert. That didn't happen. I stopped. And you, have red, you have red cream soda on tap, which is really that's a gift. <laughs> we're we're trying to uh, step up the game, you know. You're doing a and fine job. It's refreshing too to see lately, and just like I don't know. I, I guess just everywhere. Like even when you go to the grocery store, um, nothing is just plain anymore. Um, everyone has become a foodie, and everyone actually gives a crap. Or not everyone, but it, so many more people do. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, you know, there's 30 different flavors of ketchup. You know what I mean? Maybe three, four years ago, there was ketchup. You know, but now everyone likes options. Everyone wants to do something different, you know. I, I like the fact that even huge companies are trying to get a little more creative, you know. Agreed. So where are we at tonight? You you, you picked this place. You said you've got to try this. You've been saying this for a while, actually. Mm-hmm. You, you've been trying to get me out here. Where are we? Uh, we're at Barbecued Productions in Gray's Lake. It's a fairly new spot. Uh, the owner, Chris, is a really good guy, and uh, I just absolutely love this place. Me and my wife come here all the time. So it's in a strip mall. I mean, it, it'd be really easy to just zip past it on 45. Right. <laughs> You gotta kind of make a little U-turn if you come from my direction, but it's yeah, across from the come on in. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's booming in here tonight, or uh, in there. Yeah, it, I should say. It, it seems like a pretty cool place. Yeah, it's very nice, and like I said, it's it's fairly new. Um, Chris is uh, like I said, he's a really good guy. He was doing like um, mobile catering for a really long time, and he would do pig roasts and stuff like that, and um, yeah, just parties and eventually opened his own place all right so we went to town here mm. Let's, it smells so good we just we have to start eating this i've got two containers of something okay i don't know what those are i'm gonna guess cornbread oh oh yeah it's like a corn bake oh yeah and uh this stuff i swear to god like you'll you'll see i mean i think i feel like it has like masa in it <laughs> like it tastes like a tamale almost and then, let's Cornbread see. is so good. Oh, this is me. I got sweet potato fries yep. and the brisket sandwich. You recommended the brisket. Now you had these guys cater your wedding. Yep. Um, that was my before they had opened the actual spot. Um, I my wife is actually not a fan of pork, which is just horrible. But um, I love it, and uh, I always said I'm going to do a pig roast for my wedding. And they uh, they came out and they did a pig roast, and uh, they did barbecue chicken, and all kinds of amazing stuff, and everyone raved. They loved the food. And uh, I had another good buddy that got married about a year later, and um, he had also used the same company. And I saw Chris at the at the wedding, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you know, we just opened a, a restaurant in Grace Lake." So, really, since a couple of days after that, we've been coming here regularly. So, it's, my my stomach is flipping around <laughs> in my body right now. It's it's doing somersaults. Uh, we got all kinds of sauces too. They have an IBC root beer sauce. Now I know you do uh, root beer barbecue sauce at your mm-hmm. place too. Yep, we do a Barks root beer barbecue sauce, all which right. is delicious. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> uh, now, correct me if I'm wrong. That is on the uh, not the Cheech, the uh, Screech. Screech. Thank you. <laughs> Close. Yeah, I was, I, it, it rhymes. Yeah. Um, so they've got a barbecue sauce here, a root beer one, and they also have an Alabama white, mm-hmm. which you don't see that often. We do Alabama white at the deli as well. Um, we have a sandwich called the Apocalypse. And it has Alabama white barbecue sauce. It has pretty much every pork product we have. It's got, like, um, pulled pork, uh, capicola, prosciutto, salami, um, pepperoni, pretty much everything. And uh, and then it has white barbecue sauce, coleslaw, bacon, all that good stuff. As you're talking, I'm eating. Let's do this, yeah. Oh, the white sauce is good. I love sweet potato fries. I really do. Oh, they're good. And the brisket... I mean, do we think they smoke in-house? I mean, yep. They must. They do, yeah. Mm. And um, if you ever get up here on the weekends, um, they do this thing. It's called a uh, bacon... Throw it on the floor for now if you need to. Oh, okay. thanks, Brady. There you go. Um, they call it a bacon explosion. <laughs> and uh, it's like they take a bunch of different um, smoked meats, brisket, pulled pork, and different stuff, and, then, uh, and I believe um, sausage. And then uh, they put it in like a bacon weave. And then, bacon uh, weave. Yeah. Yeah, are you familiar? Yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, they'll wrap the entire thing in a bacon weave, like in a pinwheel, and then they smoke it for like twelve hours. Oh man! And they serve it like um, like meatloaf style. Like you get a big pile of like homemade mashed potatoes, yes, and then they put that that bacon explosion on top with barbecue sauce. And yeah, this place is doing it right. So I wonder what this is. It's kind of gelatinous. Oh, that might be a little too cold. Mm. <laughs> so it's a, it's a sweet uh, sauce. Mm-hmm. It's that probably be- all the sugar that's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And soda. Oh, the brisket's tasty. Mm-hmm. I just watched a video on YouTube of uh, the competitive eater guy at your yeah. place. Yeah. I mean, what was he eating? Uh, he was doing this thing. It's called the Pandemonium Challenge. Mm-hmm. And um, you have to eat two Pandemonium subs and a basket of fries in 40 minutes. And what's and on the Pandemonium? It's uh, It's got pulled pork, Jamaican jerk chicken. It has like a ranch compound cheese. Um, it has pepper jack cheese, bacon, mac and cheese, and it has um, Cool Ranch Doritos on top. Yeah. It's Seems large. like a bit much. Oh, it's really good, though. <laughs> and you would think that, like, but it's not. Because so you just put two of those. Yeah. Um, oh, well, you, that seems cool. You, do you say too much, like, too much food or too many ingredients? Too much food. <laughs> it is. The one, one sub of a pandemonium is probably two pounds. So, um, the challenge is to eat two of the subs and then a basket of fries. And we had had... Um, what, what do they get at the end of that? Do they get a hug? Do they... <laughs> we would put their picture on the wall. Okay. Um, but... Uh, For we adjusting were, four pounds of meat? Yeah. And uh, we would, you know... Like I said, we had the, the wall of shame and wall of fame thing. And then... But the problem was we were constantly changing. Like, every year we changed the challenge. Um, but as of now, like, we've kind of stopped doing it. Like, it was just kind of disturbing sometimes well watching this guy was creepy just yeah and like we had had kids that came in and like their friends are rooting them on they're just trying way too hard and like people getting sick during lunch yeah. and, you know not people watching but like him physically getting mm-hmm. sick and like you know i don't want customers to have to see that and so yeah we've done away with uh with the challenges since then but so lemmy from motorhead died yeah which was horrible i appreciate the speed with which epic deli sprung into action with a commemorative Lemmy sandwich. You had to. I mean, and I can't even tell you, I mean, to be honest, how many, because, I mean, as a business page, a lot of times, sometimes you'll get, you know, random messages and stuff. Um, you know, people will send you a message yeah. For, yeah, on Facebook. And um, I swear to God, we had to have had 15 in one afternoon just saying, like, when is the Lemmy sandwich coming? What What's going to be on the Lemmy sandwich? You know, like everyone knew it was coming and I couldn't not do it, you know? So what is on the... Do you have something Jack Daniels-ish on there? Oh, yes. <laughs> it's uh, um, the, it's chicken thighs, like braised chicken thighs um, that we uh, we braise in Jack and Coke and then uh, shred it and pull braise the chicken. Braise Jack and Coke? Mm-hmm. So you actually mix the drink and then use it for braising? Yeah. We uh, we mixed like a half a bottle of Jack and a bunch of Coke from the fountain, mixed it up, and then Amazing. put that in there. We braised it in that, pulled the chicken... We made a Jack and Coke barbecue sauce. That sounds We put awesome. that over it. And then we took Jack and Coke, and uh, we we brined pork belly in Jack and Coke. And then we did thick sliced pork belly. And when that comes out, when we slice that, cover it in barbecue sauce, put it through the toaster, and, you know, cook it a little bit more, you know, get the barbecue sauce nice and hot on there. Put that on top of the chicken. It's got, like, a, a like an apple cider vinegar slaw. Um, oh, it has a bacon jam. 
and then uh, it has uh, maple bourbon pickles, and it's on uh, pretzel hamburger bun. It sounds amazing. <laughs> it is good, and it has a lot of uh, whiskey in it, but cooked. <laughs> whiskey as it should be. Mm-hmm. You're true to who he was. Yes. All right, so the cornbread here is, it's so good. So it's oh, in a yeah. small little circular tin. Is that butter I'm tasting? There's so much. <laughs> it's got to be a lot of butter. So much butter. Um, that is delicious. See, I insisted that you got cornbread, too. You did, and thank goodness for that, because <laughs> I, I wasn't going to go there. But, wow. And I like the fact we did the carryout order, and uh, you said your name was Tyler. She asked for your name. Mm-hmm. And Tyler W., and I said it stood for Wonderment. Uh, but according to this, you're Tyler Wonderman, which is pretty sweet. Which I think is, you know, if you're to start another punk rock band, yeah. Tyler Wonderman, that sounds very punk rock. I agree. Yeah, I think she liked me. Well, she, she Wonderman. She, uh, you have to be a robot to resist your charms. Are you kidding me? Oh, I know, right? Uh, but you are in a band. Speaking of punk rock and band stuff, mm-hmm. plug your band while you're here. Uh, yeah, I play. I play drums in a band called Nine Eyed Lion. Um, we have two drummers actually. Um, two so drums. you're like Genesis. Yeah, absolutely. You're like Chester um, Thompson and Phil Collins. <laughs> you know, quite the contrary. I listened to the episode that you just did with um, Dennis from '88, mm-hmm. and you jokingly said something about gentle giant, like gentle giant. <laughs> I'd say we sound like gentle giant, kind of. Um, uh, That's amazing. And thank you for listening. Yeah, of course. Um, but no, we play like progressive rock type stuff, but obviously influenced by. You know, listening to punk rock our whole lives and all that good stuff. But uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, we're getting ready to finally record something. We just have kind of been slacking and um, started playing shows recently. Um, we played the Sandwich Fest show, which was our first show, and then uh, we played a couple since then. We just played at the Burlington a few weeks ago, and then we played on Sunday at the Double Door. Nice for uh, Ian's party. Which is the awesome festival my friend Jim Miller puts on every year. It was the ninth year they've done it. He just kills it with it every year. Um, it's always a blast. So we were very excited to be part of it. So all right, let's go back to the whole restaurant ownership thing, the entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. How hard is it? It can be. It's it, it's taxing sometimes, you know, but it it's gratifying too. Um, well, what's the hardest part about what you do? Is um, it the, because I feel like, I, you know, I, I worked in and around the restaurant industry. It seems like so many owners are, it, it is a day-by-day thing. The operation is just, you know. Yeah. Uh, right, what do we do to keep the lights on for another day? <laughs> yeah, and thankfully, um, we have awesome customers that um, I think are excited to try new stuff. And, uh, you know, I've, I've worked in a lot of places where places have done attempted to do like specials and stuff like that and it just doesn't it, a lot of places and a lot of applications it doesn't work and like every week we do four different sandwich specials you know and and an appetizer special I look forward to the updating of your Facebook feed because of that oh well thank you yeah every Sunday night we update it and um, we used to actually do something where uh, I would go on Facebook and I would say hey you know it's that time and um, once this post gets a thousand likes, I'll post next week's specials. And it was fun to do, but the issue was like, depend, I can't, kind of depending on like what was on TV that night yeah. or, you know, little things. Um, sometimes, you know, it would, 
it would take an hour, you know, and we would just post the specials up. Sometimes it would be like 11 o'clock at night, though, and we finally got a thousand likes, and I have all these people messaging me and saying, hey, I want to see what the specials are before I go to sleep, and so now I just, as soon as we close on Sunday night, I'll post the specials on Facebook and on Instagram. And there, there's a hotel across the street, so it could be yeah. like a, a one-two, I'm going to go for a, a, an epic deli sandwich, have a nooner, make a day of it. Absolutely. <laughs> walk, walk along the Fox River. Yeah, if, cool you, if that's something you wanted to do. And uh, t- tell me, tell me a little bit about the T-shirts because this is one of my favorite things about Epic Deli. Um, yeah, we do a different T-shirt every month. Um, usually, all based off of band logos and things like that. But we do do like holiday, seasonal things as well. I brought you one of our fancy Christmas sweaters today. Amazing. <laughs> but you, like you've done like Joy Division album mm-hmm. covers and Bad Brains and. Yeah, we did Descendants and... And I I like the collectability aspect of this. Yeah, we only do like 50 of each shirt. Um, That's after like, we'll make, we have like 23 employees. So we'll make a shirt, we'll get a shirt made for all the employees and then we make about 50 of them to sell. So yeah, I mean, we get people that come in all the time and they're like, oh yeah, I I want this shirt, I need this shirt. But, you know, it keeps it fun and we have a lot of... uh, customers who you know have almost every shirt and i think at this point we've done like 26 different shirts or something like that that's fantastic now as far as your staff goes do you have people who've been with you for a while now yeah absolutely um we've got a few sandwich guys that have been there pretty much from the beginning because i feel like there's a little bit of a familial yeah vibe there mm-hmm. I, most of the people that are there have been there for years at this point um we uh we just hired a few new people and you know, there's always some fresh new faces in there. Um, you know, things like cashiers, younger kids, you know, sometimes come and go, but we've definitely got some uh, long-time staffers there. All right, speaking of music, changing gears, first album you ever bought? Oh, man. I can't even remember. I, I would say, I mean, like, re- ever ever received or, like, ever went out and actually physically, like, you had to You got your buy. own money, whether it was, like, birthday money or <laughs> money is, you earned from babysitting, that first album you ever bought. Oh, man, I would have to say it was probably um, State of Euphoria by Anthrax. Nice. Um, my brother was, like, always big into, like, punk and metal, and he's five years older than me. So I would say by the time I was, like, nine... You know, I was super into music and I started playing the bass guitar and stuff. And yeah, I adored Anthrax. They were like my favorite band. And uh, we had a a little crappy um, music store and it it was in McHenry. It was right by, there used to be an Omni in McHenry. An Omni? Oh my God, (laughs) I forgot about those. Yeah, it was an Omni and then it was a, a Dominic's and now it's a Salvation Army. And anyways, right next door to it, um there was this little place called Toontown and my dad would take us there. You know, we'd mow the grass or whatever and uh-huh. he would take us there and let us buy an album or whatever. But I remember the first thing I started, like as soon as I started like collecting tapes and all that stuff, like the first things I bought were like all those Anthrax tapes. I don't know why I liked those guys so much, but I really I did. Anthrax is great. I, <laughs> I still of, like them, honestly. And I, I honestly like the John Bush stuff a lot. Yeah, I mean, it was much different, but yeah, it was good. Yeah, I think for the first time since I started doing the show, I think I've finally been made. Um, I, these women are watching us broadcast in the car across. <laughs> I think for the first time, someone might actually realize what's happening here. Because <laughs> usually people look at me curiously, but 
they were pointing and nodding. They may actually realize <laughs> that this is Carcon Carne going on. This is this is a watershed moment. It's awesome. They're going to go home and they're going to go on Facebook saying we watched Carcon Carne in progress live at Barbecued Productions Bar and Grill. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to say, "What was he doing out there?" <laughs> you you made it. So Epic Deli. Taylor Wildly, thank you for joining me. Yeah. Uh, shotgun for Carcon Carney. Thanks for having me. Thanks for turning me, me on to this place. Mm-hmm. Uh, the food is really good. What, uh, I guess, plug, plug the uh, plug the restaurant. Where can people find you? What's the address? What's the website, et cetera? Uh, we are at 3312 Chapel Hill Road in Johnsburg. Um, the uh, Our website is epicdeli.com. You can find us on Facebook. We're really active on there and on Very Instagram and mm-hmm. All that good stuff. Add Epic Deli on Instagram. Oh, that reminds me, <clears throat> as we're talking, I'm so bad at this. And I mentioned this to Dennis last week. I always forget to take social media pictures. Oh. So we should, since we're wrapping the show up, yeah. uh, we should take a quick picture. Probably not good audio, but, you know, whatevs. Here we go. Now, you're going to look at the Samsung. I always get this wrong. It says beauty face. I'm sure there's a way to change it, but it always makes me laugh when it says beauty face. Move the microphone. Ah, jeez. All right. Here we go. <laughs> One, two, three. I'm not looking in the right place. Try again. There it is. All right. Tyler Wildy, thank you so much. <laughs> we did it. We took pictures. Uh, yeah. t- thank you so much for sitting shotgun for Carcon Carney. Thank you for having me. And if you're listening and you're enjoying what you're hearing and you want to keep on keeping on the uh, future of car-based food podcasting, go to carconcarney.com. Uh, from there, you can find a link to our Patreon page where you can help support this show. We do appreciate your support. And really, I, I appreciate the fact that you listen. And the fact that you made it this far on the episode, wow, you're amazing. I'm totally grateful for you. Uh, also, Carcon Carney is on Twitter, at Carcon Carney. And uh, thanks again. <laughs>